0: And you're welcome to Racing Only, better ahead of the New Year's Day action. We have meetings at Cheltenham Musselburgh, Tremor and Mace on Sunday. So if you're not sick of racing yet, we are delighted to have you alongside. Hoping to mark your carpet some winners to start the new year off with a bang. In the company of Mr. Stoltz himself, it's Kevin Blake. Oh Blade. yes,
1: how are you doing, Hugh? Happy Christmas, Happy New Year to yourself, the lads, and all the listeners.
0: Yes, Happy New Year to you, CTC. I see you have a New Year's resolution. I was reading your betting uh, dot bet for a column today mm. that no tipping single figures anymore. So this is the last day, technically, Tony, that you are allowed to tip
2: a single figure price. I just looked through. I just looked through my records, and it was absolutely startling. What a shit judge I am of a short price. Unlike no, just, yourself, you I know, you, just obviously. the man. I know, no, just, you, Unlike <laughs> yourself, what, you.
0: All you have to do is ask me for advice, TC, and I will steer you through the short yeah. price field.
2: If I, if I want to take ten to eleven on that coin flip, you're the man to speak.
0: To it. <laughs> I'll tell you which way to flick your tongue <laughs> How about you, Daniel Barber? How was your Christmas? I hope good family and all that.
3: Yeah, steady away, off to uh, busy as you might anticipate with the kids. Sorry to hear yeah. about you, you're taking that boxing coverage a bit. Literally, you've been on the oh, canvas for a week, haven't you?
0: I have been absolutely laid out, laid out. This is actually probably the first day I'm starting to feel semi-normal again, but I have not left the house pretty much in four days. So yeah. yeah, missed all my work over Christmas, but there you go. Watching crap films on Netflix has been my uh, story of the week so far. But look, lads, yeah, looking forward to the racing tomorrow to get sucked into uh, we'll kick off with at uh, Sheldon if you don't mind 30,000 expected in at Sheldon um, tomorrow oh! uh, which, is, which, is a, which is a recipe for uh, <laughs> what, could pa- what could possibly go wrong What's super spreaders back Ugh, meanwhile, meanwhile half an one. hour up the road Chepstow had their Welsh national behind closed doors but no no 40 kilometres away Sheldon's say 40 miles away say, come in come one come all super yeah. spreaders here we go let's see what happens anyway we'll talk about the racing uh, the 125 is the first we're going Talk about really, it's the Paddy <laughs> Power Chase. It's uh, two and a half miles, and Long Press is your seven to four favourite for Venetia Williams. You got Miller's Bank seven to two, the Glancing Queen seven to two. Come on, Teddy nine to one, Oscar Elite tens, and it's how much you like about the rest, Kevin Blake. Short price, Long Press, Uh, with or against?
1: I'm against. I'm against. I like the Glancing Queen. She's a smashing mare. In fairness mm-hmm. to her, like she's been a smashing mare for a long time, but um since she's gone over fences you'd have to be impressed with her like she's got a very kind of a low quick style it might catch her up one of the days but um she, she's very quick over a fence and i i think she can bring her form which well, suppose she already has i was going to say she can bring her form forward over fences she already has i think she could bring it forward even more and um look she'll need to she's taking on the boys here and it's definitely a big step up in class but um i, I do like her and it wouldn't be a shock if she proved up to it now um mayor's allowance, et cetera. Um, and I'd just be hopeful she'd go well now. She just, she's just very hard not to like her over events. Okay. And um, she's relatively unexposed over the mid-range trips. I'm um, seeing the suitor very well at work last time. So yeah, the glancing queen. You might even sing the, the, the altered version of the song for me, Hugh, if, if she yeah. comes
0: in. Yeah, and one of my old ABBA favorites is all right. I can understand, TC, why long press is so uh, short, given, Um, I guess, the manner of the Ascot victory last time out, but seven mm-hmm. to four, I, I take it you wouldn't be taking that kind of price. Uh,
2: I don't have much issue with it. I mean, I know the race fell apart to a certain degree with the other fancied horse not running his race, but yeah. um, it it's impressive. The time backed it up. Yeah, I thought seven to four. He's a touch bigger on the exchange at the time of recording. So, yeah, I don't have any massive problem with that. I thought if there was one, I haven't had a bet, if there was one in the race, I thought... Um, uh, what's the name of the horse? Come on, Teddy. Oh, come on, Teddy. Yeah, come on, on Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, well, um, we're on the same page then. Yeah, um, I thought at nine to one, um, each way, three places. I thought he was very interesting. Now, um, he needs to find a little bit of improvement, but I thought that you talked to win last time... Um, was quite impressive. He travelled well through the race, battled on quite well, and I thought he won a bit more snugly than than the winning distance. Um, the, the second's come out and ran a good racing defeat at uh, Newbury on Wednesday, uh, and you only have to look at, uh, you know, come on, Teddy's Cheltenham form. You know, he's, he beat on the blind side in a really good handicap hurdle. Yeah. Uh, okay. and Finished third in the attempts. I thought, come on, Teddy, each way nine to one was probably the way to play if you are going to have an interest in this race, but I stopped short of a bet myself. You agree then, Dan,
3: obviously, yeah? Yeah, I do. Um, I'll quickly tick the Miss Milner box for Kev because the Potemp's final, come on, Teddy, was third, as Tony says, and was the only British horse that was anywhere near competitive. It was obviously quite fitting on the on the week as a whole, but I, I liked how he took to fences. The market suggested he probably wasn't even fully tuned up. He's a thorough stayer at the trip. I think the, the likely test of stamina here is pretty plain to see, isn't it? Long press went forward at, at Ascot and exeter miller's bank has been ridden that way um fantastic ass did as well how did that name get through by the way but anyway that that did it at doncaster <laughs> um and it's not so much negatives on long press he just sort of doubts really he, he's jumped left on both starts i know it's not a big deal at chelton but it's still not you don't want me going yeah. one way or the other really and just what is that form worth gordon's horse fell and I know the time's okay, but I just had slight suspicions when you have been asked to take seven to four. And there will be a bonkers pace here. If, if you won the clock back two months, I'd have been putting up Oscar Elite, who was mm. on, on on route to winning, I thought, at Cheltenham before crashing out. But the stable, they, have, they've, they've had, they haven't they've had a winner since the 4th of December. So yeah, I'm a Come On Teddy fan.
0: Okay, good stuff. Two for Come On Teddy and the glancing queen for our old ABBA friend there, Mr. Kevin Blake. Good stuff, lads. At two o'clock, then it's the Paddy Pair New Year's Day handicap chase. Again, it's two and a half miles. It's a great three contest. Al Nadam is your eleven to two favourite for the skeletons. You've got um, Fernando Savola. If uh, that's making a hash of that, apologies. Venetia Williams at six good. to one. Cool uh, Cody six to one. Zanza thirteen to two. Galahad Quest fifteen to two, and it's ten to one. Bar TC uh, right up your street. Nice old mm-hmm. handicap chase with loads of big prices. I did yeah. read your column, so I do know. We have a sneaking feeling for an old favourite of mine when he was with uh, William Bullins back in the day, but tell us who your tip is uh, going to be,
2: please. Yeah, before we get into that, I thought Alan Adam was uh, was a very solid favourite, actually. Um Betfair Sportsbook claim five places at the moment. He's around about 11 to 2, 5 to mm-hmm. 1. Um I just thought, you know, the step-down in trip is going to really suit. If you go back and look at the Ultima, the step-down in trip... A heavier softer ground is going to really suit just on the point of housekeeping it's going to be soft ground at Cheltenham soft at the moment after they had formal overnight they're only going to get showers but I think it's going to be basically so nothing
0: nothing no nothing too Uh, well you
2: could ride heavy you never know until until the jockeys get off after the first but yeah I mean it's going to be it's going to be proper soft there as well okay Uh, but um so that will suit my two uh they are at film. um a horse I've been waiting to come out ever since I thought he ran with promise at four uh, at Kempton uh, January this time last year. Yeah, it's been a year TC. Any concerns about that? He's right? been he's been entered up quite a few times at the five day station. I've been tempted to put him up anti post a couple of times, but I've luckily I've just refrained from that because like I say he he clearly has issues. Um and you know, they could be looking at bigger prizes down the line, maybe over 3 miles, but given his recent history, he's you know, he's when he gets to the track, they've got to have him pretty much cherry right, you know, and he's getting on for 12 now. Yeah, it'll be twelve tomorrow, and um, yeah, I just thought he's back down to a really good mark. The ground will suit. Uh, yeah, I just thought he's got a lot in his favour, and uh, I'm just I'm just praying that you know they've got him right for for the, for the comeback after a year. Uh, the handicap mark is obviously a bit of a gift if they get him anywhere anywhere near back. And the other one, I was going to go with Darren de Kajet, but the price crashed on me in the last um, you know twelve hours or so. Um, and the softer ground probably won't be ideal for him. But I thought Corto Rico was obvious. I thought he was given an absolutely astonishingly bad ride by Brian Hughes at uh, at Doncaster over three miles last time. He only straightened him up after the last, when the race was over. Didn't even bother for going to the last or after the last. It was astonishing.
0: Mm. Uh, He
2: said the horse hung, but come on. Um, it was up two pounds for that, but I, I think a step back to two miles on testing ground Plenty of pace on the race will really suit the horse. Um, he can be tricky, as he showed when storming home to finish fourth in the Paddy Power uh, in November 2020. But, like I said, he's two pound lower here. They put the cheap pieces on. Trainer's is from nine with that headgear, but I think it's all about the horse. I It he, he can be quirky, in, in fairness, to Brian Hughes, but... Um, well, not really fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought the headgear could could sort him out and I could see him kind of like really power, uh, finishing powerfully late. So atois and Corto Rico are the two at double-figure prices for me in a wildly yeah. competitive race. Corto 12s, uh,
0: Atois-Field 25 is apparently a warehouse. Entire warehouse has been cleared beside Sheldon for all the birthday presents the horses are going to get for each other tomorrow. Uh, we absolutely stack full of them. What about you, Dan, then? Two big prices for TCA. Anything you like yourself? Or?
3: I have, uh, full disclosure, third... Uh, on my short, this was a Phil. fill. I can definitely see the angle, pretty eye catch, wasn't he? When we did see him, and Then he's plummeted again in the weights. And I agree with Tony, Al Nadam's the solid one I'd want to be with at the front end of the market. But I want to mention another horse, Galahad Quest, on the basis that he shaped well in deeper races, the Paddy Power, and he didn't get the rub of the green at Aintree either, wasn't left in the right position. Then he fell at Chu when he's made a favourite for a Handicap when we were all on that Jolly Boys and in inverted commas down at Sandown. I just thought he was worth another chance. I feel like the fall has meant that the market has overreacted to him because he looked a progressive youngster prior to that. So I'd have him first choice at the prices. But the case for Alnadam's quite clear, isn't it? Tony says the drop back in trip. He's had a run in a race he couldn't win where he wasn't given a hard time. And yeah. as Tony said as well, you stop that Ultima on the home turn. I mean, I said in the time form report, it's the most blatant example of a non-stay you'll have seen all week because he was absolutely drunk at the line, but he looked like he might finish third or fourth for most of the most of the last stages. Mm.
0: Okay, Kev, last word to you then. Um that's a couple of nice ones to me. And actually, Phil is be giving given the thumbs up from Dan. Who do you like, please? I'm sticking with my old pal, cool Cody.
1: Okay. A um, little, little bit like last time. He's probably too obvious for a lot of people, but he's very, very solid around Cheltenham. Um, he had his day when in the big race there. Um You know, three weeks ago, but like to me, he looked, you know, he's he's rising 11, but he looks to be in the form of his life. And, you know, Evan Williams was making the point of saying after the last day that he's just one of these really tough, hardy fellas that, you know, you're not too upset about bringing him back again and again every three or four weeks. And, Mm. um, you know, he's very effective around here. He's going to be up there in the van. He might have, potentially a little bit of company up in the front end with um, high up in the air possibly, but he's making a season of return. So they might not be too aggressive with him. And, and if they're not, you know, cool Cody might just get a reasonable set up in the front end. And um, look, he might find one or two, a little bit better handicapped than him, but I could see him running a big race again. Sure. And if we know what it can be like around here in these handicapped chases, if it gets a little bit tight and a little bit messy and behind, he'll be up there in the front end doing his best. So, um, he'll probably drift again because he seems to be doing it every time he runs this season. Um, yeah. But I could see him running a big race, and he'd hopefully hit the frame at a minimum.
0: Lovely stuff, gents. All bases covered there. Two thirty-five is the paddy pair handicap hurdle. It's uh, over three miles here. Tamar Bridge is your nine to two favourite for Ollie Murphy. Art approval nine to two. Actually, so they're both disputing favourites at the moment. Uh, Pylon at eleven to two from sixes for Philip Hobbs. Botox has uh, for the Moors in there. at Six to one. Astillon eight to one. Kansas City Chief 8 to 1, and it's 9 to 1 bar. Dan, again, wide open contest on the face of things here. Where have you come down on, please?
3: I like this race. I do. I think it's oh. a good shape to it. I mean, Tamar Bridge, yeah, going up in trip looks an obvious move. It looks a thorough stayer, but the second and third have both gone backwards from that weather for that ancient race. It was probably just a very grueling contest. And he's a seven year old, he's not stood much racing. Will he back up from it better than they have? I'm not so sure. I actually think you can have a crack at four horses at 16s plus
0: here, oh, who oh. I
3: think have got a lot going for them. So Robbie's mega solid on his penultimate run at Haydock. He's then gone back to chasing, and chasing just isn't for him. Thorough Tony totally Tate's going to be soft. It might be even worse by this point. So he'd be one in the short list. Yeah. Um, I'm against heart approval on basis of the the trip under testing conditions. I don't think the mighty Don's a million. We know what he does He's a slovenly old sod, but he'll finish. And he's got a really good Cheltenham handicap record in staying handicapped. He won one here in in 2018. Um, Stony Mountain's really solid, but top of my shop is what's up with you. Tony put up for a chase earlier in the season at Ascot, didn't he? And he, he didn't fire there, and he didn't fire next time over fences. So I was just inclined to think that he, chasing isn't for him either, but you go back not longer. he somehow found himself seven pound lower. This generosity from the BHA lately, he found himself seven pound lower than when he was in the mix, in the Gallop and oh, only, if the
1: English, only if you're English, though. <laughs> only if you're English.
0: Yeah, sorry. We, yeah, see doing, uh, we see what you're doing, yeah. lads. <laughs> we see what you're doing. do twist the moment. knife, Daniel. Don't twist the knife, for Christ's To be sake. fair, <laughs> he, could have,
3: he could have been seven pound lower at Cheltenham and he wouldn't have been in Gallop and Deschamps, but he was right in the mix. He was still disputing second at the last. He's somehow seven pound lower and I think he shaped a font Fontwell, maybe he just not enjoyed chasing. But I think he shaped at Fontwell like a horse that is well
0: ready for three miles now, and his mm-hmm. pedigree definitely backs that up. Okay, good stuff, TC, um, or I should say Kevin. I'll come to you uh, next uh, um, because, yeah, yeah, wide open as we said, but uh, all the big price ones covered there, bar one from Dan. So who do you like?
1: I like Botox has uh, Gary Moore. Okay. Yeah, Something none of us could ever be accused of. I think <laughs> 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 he, he was a very, <laughs> he was a very good juvenile. Um, well, he was a good juvenile. He kind of went went a bit awry. He had a bit of an absence and um, went a bit awry. They tried chasing with him earlier this season. He he fell on his arse um, and they returned to hurdling. And I don't know, it might have been desperation now, or maybe it was a bit of a plan. But they they stepped him right up and trip last time up to this course of distance and put cheek pieces on him. Uh, and he actually ran really well. It, it was a bit of a messy race. Kansas City Chief won it, who runs again here. Um, he got a soft out time of it in front. And, and Botox has, I felt, looking at it, was being ridden, you know, not, you know, not blatantly to get the trip, but uh, ridden a little bit less forwardly than, than normally, presumably would have viewed to get in the trip. And he actually hit the line well enough to finish second. And I just think now in a race here where I'm hoping there'll be a bit more pace, or they certainly won't be be allow Kansas City Chief to get his his uh, get things his own way to the extent that they did last time. I, I'd imagine the Moors would be happier to have Botox has a little bit closer to the pace now that they know he stays, um, and he still looks you know reasonably well handicapped based on his old form. So I, I was siding with him. I thought he was pretty solid to be honest.
0: Yeah, okay, lovely. And TC, that brings on to you're taking a wild old swing here. But I say wild, just wild because of the price. But this is the horse I, I loved. it backed him for the Albert Bartlett way back when. He ran yeah. well in the Carl
2: Cup. Your selection is? Two against the field. I was I was really toying with what's up with you. But unlike Dan, I just don't think 3 miles in the soft is going to suit him whatsoever. I went back for all his recent form, recent hurdles forms, and I just can't have him as a stayer. But Maybe Dan said the pedigree will suit in different conditions, but no. Uh, I've gone with the mighty Don. Uh, he's going to crack open a bottle of champagne on the way to the start when he, when he finds out he doesn't have to jump fences anymore. Because <laughs> mean, <laughs> the, mean, the mighty Don mean, Perignon. Mean, to, for him to get a, to win a, a, a one and a half lengths, uh, you know, through yala uh, Orenke after making a horrendous mistake and basically not jumping well was... Was was a, a mighty effort, pardon the pun. So yeah, I and like Dan said, he's run up to qualify a potential qualifier a court and distance. A real grind in soft ground is going to suit him. I thought. Um, I think he'll, you know, he'll be around about twenty-five to one on the exchange, and if he's if that fixed odds price is gone now, I, I can see him running. Uh, I, I can see him running to a place at a big price. But um, yeah, I, I I broke my cons video watching Cherry yesterday when. Um, I went back and had a look at Cracking starts two runs in France on France Gallup yesterday, and um, I, I, I took some encouragement from the from the uh, the, the distant uh, effort uh, over two miles last time. He was um, he was staying on well at the finish, so he was never. I, I don't know the I don't know the uh, I don't know the depth of the form, obviously, but you know this that was over two miles, and all his best form been over been over two mile four yeah. plus. You know he's beaten Penhill... Hill. Um, you know, four lengths in the grey two not so long ago. He's obviously he's finished, um, you know, he's really finished fourth off a much higher mark, £8 higher mark than this in the Coral Cup. And Sophie Leach does really well uh, with these kind of horses. Now, I thought maybe they're bringing him here as a bit of a sighter, but the fact they put first time cheap, uh, first time visor on the horse, I thought it might be a signal of intent. Going back and have a look at Sophie Leach's record with visors, she's two from 13 in the last 12 years. So given her a normal strike rate, that's that's that has got to be encouraging for you. And he's just if he runs, you know, if he comes back to that form of eighteen months ago, yeah, he, he, can see the case. Is, he's going to be he's going to be a real player. I, I think he's a timer, a kind of horse His profile will probably be ignored on the exchange up to the offer. So I think you'll get three figures. So um, yeah, I, I think cracking smart win and place on the exchange four places is the way to go. And I've played uh, the mighty John twenty five to one each way as well with uh, four places on the, the sportsbook.
0: Lovely. Last on the card shell Shetland, then is the three ten, the Dorham Engineering uh, Rail Keel at Hurdle. It's a Grade Two, two and a half miles. Once again, and Bruno Up a Storm is your five to four favourite. So pretty short, mark, five minutes for Paul Nichols, nine to four. Stormy Ireland, uh, Danny Mullins over for Willie to ride at nine to two. A uh, bit of money for that this week. Guard Your Dreams five to one, and let's have what you like about the rest. Right, Kev, I like Stormy Ireland here. I think she oh, yes. will set off, make all burst him up the hill in a jockey that loves to do it and catch me if you can what do you reckon
1: the irish are coming hugh the irish oh, are oh, coming oh i do i do like got a Stormy camera nickels
0: his face if that happens.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah because this would have driven Nichols nuts last year in fairness um the
2: it did the, you know the Osullivan's
1: <laughs> switched yeah. this mayor from willie to paul and um, paul got got a bit of a tune out of her but not not uh, not an optimal tune out of her. She failed to win in four goals. She was sent to the sales. I'd imagine when she was being sold, all involved as soon as she'd be bought to be a broodmare. Um, she made 75 grand and the people that bought her uh, FB Racing Club proceeded to send her back to Willie Mullins. And he won a grade two and a grade one with her to back into the season. Yeah, um, brilliant. Yeah, Christ. Uh, some training, you'd have, you'd have to take your hat off to Willie in fairness. Um, there's some effort to, to turn around that quickly. Um, And look, her return in the Hatton's Grace was pretty forgivable. I think she probably went faster than ideal. She missed a few hurdles. Um, She's always been kind of a free-going front runner. um, And I'd say just a run to knock some of the fizz out of her is never any harm. Um, And have not all of them, but the the ones that ran in November, I think it's it's a fair generalisation that they tended to need to run a little bit. Um, and yeah, she that'll hopefully put her spot on for this. And like Hugo, who, who has been hammering the pace maps, no doubt. Um, I think she's
0: going to lead here, hammering <laughs> that pace map. She's
3: going to get. I think she's going to get. I'm pace lead myself here. to get to the bathroom officer <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully she'll be
1: away and gone. Uh, she's just a hardy mare. She loved she love the ground. And um, she's run very well in a mare's hurdle around here in the past. So, um, she's getting the mare's allowance, etc. And I thought she'd run a big one, brewing up a storm. Look. It is obviously going to be a short price after what he did the last day, but I'd like to see him repeat it. And uh, I take Stormy Ireland to spoil the parking from the front.
2: That's two for Stormy Ireland. You're going to make it three,
0: Tony. Calvin probably not.
2: Um, yeah, I can I can see it. I haven't really got a, I haven't really got a better opinion in the race, but I can see okay. the, the I can see the pace angle. I um. You know, she's carrying a six-pound penalty, but it's one of those races where they're all carrying penalty to some degree, and you only get four pounds. You get four, you get six pounds for a grade one penalty and four pounds for a grade two. So not a lot of difference there for the grade one pen. Um, yeah, um, I do think Nico will probably go forward on, on the blind side, stepping down in trip on that kind of ground. Obviously, he stays three miles really well. So I think I think Stormy Island may get some attention up front.
1: Won't yeah. be fast enough. Eh? She'll be too fast for him. Yeah, she's uh, on well, screen, she? well,
2: maybe so, but um, yeah, I mean, might might force her to go quicker than she wants, but uh, as we saw last time, but yeah, I, I can fully see the case for Stormy Island, and I think he's around six he's 11 to two at the moment in places, so I can see him going off, uh, see her going off around about four, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can
1: see the case, I'm not having
0: a bet, but yeah. Yeah, she's contracted. I think a little bit to, to around about nine to two now. I think. Um, yeah. What about yourself, Dan? Are you going to make it? All five of us for Stormy oh, no, Island, uh, sort of Fired? indirectly.
1: I find I what? find the the father very <laughs> horse,
0: very hard horse to
3: knock. But I think the the, the real sensible, shrewd move here is to just go into your bookies. Right on a betting slip, brewing up a stormy <laughs> island and try and get both of them in so the he He's, alter really,
2: ego as a he's fit. been he's been he's been so ill, isn't he? he's, he's been on the oh. drink, he's seen double
0: already. I'm hallucinating. Sorry, there's only four of us here. I'll ignore my invisible oh. friend Shylock in the corner there. I didn't even know that. Shylock.
3: I was building up for my latest crap
0: gag. Please continue, Dan. Sorry for interrupting. Sorry, he's got bro. he's got his uh, Botox
2: uh, Botox <laughs> in the corner, just ready to get his injections.
0: Yeah. Injection to my brain. Go on, go ahead, Dan. I
3: was merely musing that if you go into your bookies and write on your betting slip, brewing up a stormy island, you might be able to get both running for you and argue the case after the race. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a lame, that's a lame
2: one,
3: that. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be thrown out. No, I, 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 find, it a, I find him a very hard favourite to knock. We've kept him back
0: since an impressive reappearance. He's just a very good horse, isn't he? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, good stuff, gents. move on to Musama, please. Uh, Dan and TC are going to guide us through this. 210 two Betway. That's one Handicap hurdle, um, two miles. Tommy's Oscar is your five to two favourite. First impression, 11 to four. Anna Benina, seven to two. And it's six to one bar. Um, TC, have you a strong fancy in this? There's only, uh, what, seven yeah. runners in the field? No. No, there's, uh,
2: what there is, though, is only seven runners, but there's loads of pace on here. I was kind of leading towards Caius Maximus so we could have some. We could have some fun with Connor Rabbit claiming ten, but I've been lately. Yeah, look at him; his misses is going to kind of come through and hit him in a minute after once he hears that. Um, especially if he's hidden it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I would have gone with Caius Maximus, uh, Caius Marcellus, <laughs> but I think the ground is going to be going to be uh, a problem there it's good to soft soft in places already um at one point yesterday there was expecting one site was expecting 15 mil of rain today but that mm. subsided a lot and perhaps it is going to be just soft ground so uh okay. that probably be against cars Marcius, but uh it's a really trappy little race not for me okay good stuff dan have you uh, a strong opinion or how do you see it uh, the,
3: yeah the pace angle is something to consider definitely five and twenty she- she stole a couple of races earlier last season, blasting off around there. Will this uh, Anna Benin has not been out? Will she be ready? I'm not sure she will. I wonder if it might just set it up for Tommy's Oscar again. He might settle better. He's got a seven pound claimer on, a good seven pound claimer at that to ease the burden.
0: I thought he, I thought he was the most solid horse in the race. Lovely. Okay, the 250 is the Betway Aldrighi handicap chase again, two and a half miles. Amour Denoue is your nine to four favourite. Gold Bois at three to one. You've got Gaelic Coast seven to two. Uh, joke dance for 9-2 and Nietzsche at 5-1. to one. So short enough field, once again, as is most of the card in Muscle, to be fair. Mm. Dan, um, anything stand out here?
3: Well, I think he is the class angle I'm more. than we. He's kept better company than this. He's dropped a long way in the way. So just... And he's nickels running up at Muscle. But I just can't get excited about a, a 10-year-old flatbread who's had a few goals at chase mm. and it's not always mm. been the prettiest. Nietzsche's a possible angle if you want something at a bigger price because he's normally running better races. He started his season in one of the Cheltenham handicaps. He's down to one, two, seven. He's a possible, but I thought that was a bit of a minefield, that race. Just,
2: I, I thought Joe Darter could get could get an easy lead here, and um, they've tried him over three mile one. Um, he doesn't, clearly doesn't stay that trip. I think, I think this kind of, tri- his best form's at two, but I think this kind of trip could well suit. So, just going back to the previous race, the two mile handicap hurdle, if they don't get any more rain, then Anna Benina's really, really interesting. Um, I think she's, I think she's really handicapped to win a race like that. She's a real smooth traveller. She's got coarse form, but all her best forms been on good ground, good to soft ground. So if they don't get any more rain and it's it's good to soft at for, I think Anna Benina it has a massive chance of fours at nine to two. But I won't be backing her till I till I know uh, mm-hmm. right near the off mm-hmm. to see what's what's happening uh, weather wise. Okay, so that's Musselburgh. Apologies if, if, if it was a little bit uh,
0: disjointed there in terms of the timings, but um, I think you'll all uh, you got the lads' opinions on the three races of the day at Musselburgh on Saturday. Some of the timings have been changed around, but hopefully you will be able to follow that. We move on to Tremor on Saturday. I mean, look, what can we say about this three really? album photo? It's a bit like Charger Kev going for the old. What is it? Four in a row. I mean, look, like, I mean, what <laughs> he's going to win. I mean, does anyone really think it's a huge achievement? I, I mean, look, it's his prep one, well, it? a prep <laughs>
1: actually <laughs> that, was, that was a grade one, at least. This, this is a grade three, but in fairness, like this this is from big day of the year. Um, they, they've been, I suppose, very fortunate to get Albu Foto a few times now. He's back again. And in fairness to him, like, he, he's always a sharp price for this, but he has put up, like, very good performances in it. Mm. And I suppose there's very little reason to suggest why he won't do the same again here. Um, you know, a similar sort of opposition that he always meets in it. Um and look, conditions have come right from the rain has arrived. They're keen to kind of run him more this season, but they haven't been able to yet. Um, whether they give him a run out in an Irish Gold Cup and um, between here and Cheltenham remains to be seen, but um, this is a nice starting point for him. And yeah, he, he should go and dance in, really. Yeah, will
0: yeah, he should do. Um, what I meant by Charger was the fact that he's now mentioned the same breath as Hurricane Fly and Easter Brack makes you want to vomit. That's what I meant by that. Uh, and what about you?
3: Yeah, I'm saying you might as well repeat what Kev said. I mean, it's there's no nothing from a betting perspective that interests me. If you're dealing in without favourite markets in this, you're dealing with the mulling working your way through mulling
2: second, third, and, and it, 25 it, strings. What is he doing? Chucking four. horse? I know he wants a strong pace for his horse, but if you own if you're the owners of the four other horses, I mean, it's it's, it's pretty shite. They could run this well, on the gallops,
3: it? can't they? They could run I mean, this on like the It's like 19 gallops.
2: grand the winner, six grand. It's, it's not as if it's a massive pot. Um, it's just very surprising.
1: Willie likes to support Tremor. I mean, I'm fairly sure Willie's on the board of directors. At he Tremor. is, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he likes he likes to support it. So yeah, if, if, he, did, if he didn't support it, it might
2: have an old match, an, an, an old British style match. I had to double check. <laughs> I had to double check. now Boom Fowler hasn't moved from Willie Mullins to Nicky Henderson starting off a Gold Cup win in a Grade Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that freeze on. We're back. That's very We're unfair,
1: back. unfair, now Tony. That's very unfair.
2: <laughs> okay. well, right. I've, never um, been, I've never been knowing in fair in my life, so I'm not changing now. That's my New Year's resolution, being even harsher on people in 2022, if at all right. possible.
0: Kev, um, just talk us through Nace on, on Sunday then, uh, if you don't mind. We obviously have. It's a great meeting, by the way, for people who, if you're not absolutely sick of it as well, it's very family friendly. Bring the kids up on Sunday. nice is a lovely track as well. and The Lawlers of Nace and a feature there. It's always a great day. It it
1: is, yeah, this is a good card. And the novice chase is, is one to talk about as well. Um, lifetime ambition is a horse I like a lot. Um people that pay attention might remember I napped him in the Drinmore last month, uh, and he ran well. They kind of it was a funny race. They went very hard up front, and, and and a few of them paid for it late on. Beacon Edge picked them all up late. Um, Forum has got a couple of nudges since uh with Fury Road obviously coming out and, and winning the grade one the other day um and, and lifetime ambition i think coming back to two miles would definitely suit Um, like he's a particularly good jumper of a fence and being able to rock and roll over two miles i think is what he wants um but the, we were talking about it off air and the, the two lads dan and dan and tony made the point about jessica Harrington's stable form would have you a little bit worried um hasn't had a winner for two months yeah um, which is a, which is a pharaoh And look, Jesse doesn't have a huge team of jumpers these days. And see. She's had 37 runners or something like that in that time. But still it's uh, it's not ideal. As the man says, if you're going to be taking a, a reasonably sharp price, which
0: you probably will be. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, and it mostly she says she's concentrated on the flat, So I don't know what, how much you want to read into that. Um, Dan as regards the as regards to the, the lawlers, then um what we have you, um Gordon source ginto is there or ginto, depending on how you pronounce it, is there, two to one. Uh, so Hollow Games is a six to five favorite. Ginto is two to one, but presumably one of those is going to come out. So I don't know, it's hard to unless they go Twitter. Yeah. A- yeah. Obviously, Ginto was the one of those in that
3: remarkable day where did you have six six winners, seven winners in a row? Mm -hmm. I I, I admit that my memory's a little hazy because I was in the back of Barry O's hire car with Kev that day and he was driving like (laughs) something out of Grand Theft Auto (laughs) I was too busy gripping onto both seats
0: (laughs) yeah that is genuinely it that's it. Okay. Do you see
2: any yeah. run on that? Yeah, I, uh, the early prices, I'm I'm massively over what do we want at 92. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really impressive last time on his hurling debut. He's got, he's got, it's going to be really testing there. Obviously he's got heavy ground bumper form uh, at nine to two, Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to go down the Ballymore route. I think. Um, so I think uh, a good run here. I mean, 16s at the moment for that. I think he could shorten up considerably. Up. Do the owners... The owners of this horse, so they sponsor the Ballymore, don't they? Uh, the yeah, yeah, that's road. it. Yeah. So Ballymore yeah, I, mean, um, I think if you do, if you're obviously you never know if you, at the moment if you get a two mile or two mile four or three mile with these novice owners at the moment, but because obviously they sponsor the race, I think if you go down the Ballymore route betting wise before this race at 16th, I think you could go with that, uh, go well there. But I think nine to two is big. Uh, I really do, and I'll probably have a bit on that. What's up?
0: Just on the novice chase, that EBF really novice chase. and um, Blue Lord, I, I like what he did the last day. Um, there was, he ran myself and and Statler. That was the day Paul Tenon was, I think, first back in his saddle as well. And Blue Lord, I thought he ran very well to win his race, and I'd be uh, I'd be leaning towards uh, him over over the others there. But, gents, that's about it. Just your well, hold on Hugo, hold he, on Hugo. I've gosh, got gosh, a quick, gosh, 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 I've got a quick gosh, one on gosh, gosh, the dollars. Gosh. Um,
1: hopefully Ginto and Hollow Games both run but you know they were both declared for a race earlier in the season and one of them came out but um, if if Ginto was the run I'd favour him over, over Hollow Games to be Would honest you, yeah. I think, yeah I think what he did last time was far superior to what, um, to what Hollow Games did the time before like he's absolutely smashed up Eric Bloodaxe who's come out and won a, won a grade 2 the other day and even the third has come out and won a novice hurdle since like it looks solid form the style of it was great as well um, whereas Hollow Games just beat Lunar Display, you know, another horse of Joseph's, a mayor who's, you know, is, is, is a middle of the road type of mare for this, when you're talking about grade one form, you know, mm-hmm. um, and he didn't exactly, wouldn't have blown you away with the style he did it in, so um, Jinto would be the one I'd be favouring there, if they if they both run, I suspect Jinto um, might be the bigger price of the two, at, at least initially, and that, that would do me.
0: Okay, good stuff, uh, Kev. Thanks very much, lads. Your nap stand for New Year's Day weekend, if you don't mind. Uh, we'll do bottom of the pile first.
2: Tony Calvin, I presume you're going for a, a big swing. Yeah, um, because I think he's going to drift a, a big price on the exchange. I'm going to play cracking smart. Ooh, place. That, is just, that is game um, over, is that right? <laughs> <fans, if I'm laughs> I, I can see him going off, a, like I said, I can see him going off at three figures on the exchange. Wow, Wow!
0: <laughs> Win in place, cracking smart, good stuff. Uh, I'm next, Lois, so I'm gonna go with Stormy Ireland, keep it nice and short and swim. Danny yeah. Mullins to head out, make all of the superstar mare, and she bolts up the hill as Paul Nichols pukes into his trough. What about you? <laughs> Kevin or Dan, you're next, plus 73.
3: Yeah, I had this. I thought, oh yeah, i have got a big price for and start the new year with a bang. And it's in the same race as Tony's, and it's about a third of the price as Tony's. And with what's up with you, please, to defy the, the trip-doubters. That's me, okay. Boy, what's boy. up with you? Yeah.
0: Stuff. And Kevin Blake, top of the pile, plus 110. Keep the run going, baby.
2: Yeah, Botox has. We're on only a challenge for We're me. the
3: same race.
2: Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, if we had to price up one person in <laughs> racing who's had Botox 100%, we'll, we'll keep it We'll keep it to the men because we're, yeah, we we're not We don't have an ads on family. We're, we're gentlemen. gentlemen. <laughs> it's Matt Chapman, <laughs> <is this? laughs> Matt Chapman.
0: Matt Chapman. <laughs> Matt
2: Chapman. Honestly, <laughs> if, if you did a poll, I reckon it would be 100%. <laughs> It'll be like Matt Chapman. Anyway, I, I reckon, else, I reckon okay.
0: Chapman gets Botox in his hair to keep it as solid as it is. <laughs> anyway, no, that's, that's, really, a pe- that's a piece of Lego. We're back on Monday. We weighed in to review all the key races from the festive holiday uh, season. So, hope you can join us for that. And we've got our footsteps to the festival and um, Cheltenham preview starting the following weekend as well. So, we've got loads coming as we head towards uh, Cheltenham in March. Have a happy new year. Thanks to everyone who has listened in. And giving us stick or compliments over the last year, more stick and compliments, we will take them. Uh, Happy New Year to you three gentlemen as well, and to producer Barry Orr as well. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend.